Wow, guys, that was excellent. I'm not at all out of breath, that's okay, but good morning, everyone. If you don't know who I am, my name's Lydia, and I'm the children's minister here. Uh, <laughs> Katie, what? Hi. Hi. Um, what are you doing? It's Bible Sunday. Thought I'd make an effort. Uh, okay, but what are you meant to be? I mean, it's very obvious. I am today's verse. Right, I'm still a bit confused. Can anyone help me out? What do you think today's verse might be? Good reading. It is from the Bible. We've actually already heard today's verse, but I'm feeling a little bit forgetful. Can anyone remember what it was? I do have something that might help, Lydia, if you open up the Bible. See if this works. You're going to pull really hard. (laughs) was much better in theory than in practice. Oh my goodness, this is. Also, we're slightly attacked by a three-year-old this morning, so. Whoa. Your word is a lamp for my feet, a life, a light on my path. Oh, okay. That's why you've got torches on your feet. That that's why I've got the torches on my sense. toes. I don't think everyone can see them, I think that's why they didn't guess it. It's not just a terrible costume. <laughs> uh, I love it. Um, do we have a little bit more of that psalm? I mean, I don't think we need to read all 176 verses. Yeah, I think that would, you probably wouldn't want to hear that, would no. you? Yes, we do. So I'm going to read from verse 103, and it's from Psalm 119. It says, How sweet are your words to my taste, sweeter than honey to my mouth. I gain understanding from your precepts. That just means laws, really. Therefore, I hate every wrong path. Your word is a lamp for my feet, a light on my path. Thanks. It's all right. That's all right. <laughs> you might need to do the next bit because I can't see my book. So That's I okay. have no idea what's coming next. <laughs> if the psalm has got some really great images in it. It's like such a good message about God's word. I really recommend you maybe go home and read it. But it yeah, might if they've got a you. spare day or two yeah. Yeah, to read that one. <laughs> okay, Katie, now I understand. I get yeah. why you're dressed like yeah. that. But are you really planning on wearing it for the whole talk? Don't see why not, other than the fact I cannot see the talk. <laughs> it's, it's just a little bit big. It's sort of taking up my action space. It, it is also, I cannot lie, really hurting my head. It's hurting your head. Yeah. It's, it's <laughs> like bit, take it off. It's a bit intimidating. I'm finding you a bit scary. So okay, shall I take uh, it off? Yeah, I okay, think so. And okay. actually, sometimes I think that's a bit like how we feel about the Bible, isn't it? It can seem a bit a bit big, a bit much, a bit cumbersome, a little bit scary, especially if we haven't read it in a while. We can think, whoa, much better. Thank you. Thank you. Um, let's just let me find out where we've got to in our plans here. Do you know what? You are right. Your point that the Bible can be scary and cumbersome, and it can feel like a lot of hard work, um, and it's a bit daunting, because I don't know about you guys, but I feel like it's something I should be doing rather than something that I sometimes actively want to be doing. Mm, I can relate. So this Bible Sunday, we thought we'd own some of the challenges there are to reading the Bible and help you guys and us to sort of navigate around those challenges. Yeah, and I actually heard a phrase recently that's really stuck in my mind, and I think it works for this situation. Mm. Sounds a little strange, but bear with me. Anything worth doing is worth doing badly. Right, Katie, that's not a a phrase I expected to come out of your mouth. No, I am a bit of a perfectionist. Um, But it can be a real stumbling block that my uh, need to do things right if I don't have the energy or the enthusiasm for something. 
But anything worth doing mm. is worth doing badly. Oh, so a bit like if you don't have much energy, it's better to brush your teeth for 30 seconds than not at all. Absolutely. And it's better to vacuum the house once a month ish than not at all. It's worth doing badly. <laughs> I think a few of us can relate to that. <laughs> and I guess that's really applicable to reading the Bible. If at the moment a daily quiet time seems too much, seems too unachievable, and it's putting you off reading the Bible, it might be better not to strive for perfection. Yeah, of course. I mean, it's incredible if you can read and reflect on a chunk of the Bible every single day. But reading a teeny bit of the Bible is better than not reading it at all. In fact, hands up, since the birth of my second child, uh, I've really struggled to find a quiet time with two little ones. The closest I've got to reading the Bible for a few months now is reading a children's Bible story with my three-year-old at bedtime. And you know what? For this season of life, that's okay. Besides, the children's Bible often explains the stories quite clearly to me. <laughs> yeah, I love that. Uh, you could also listen to an audiobook of the Bible, maybe, or some worship songs that are just are really heavily soaked in scripture. Or you could just read one single verse a day. It doesn't matter how badly you feel you're doing it. It, it just matters that we're doing it. That is a brilliant point. Well, you did write it for me to say. I so. did, yeah, I did, yeah. But can you explain why it matters that we're reading the Bible? What's the point if we can actually just come to church and be told stuff without putting in any effort? I really like that question. I think that's a great question. Why don't we ask these guys? We're going to put up a two-minute timer on the screen, and why don't you just chat amongst yourself about that question? Yeah, why do we bother reading the Bible? Thirty more seconds. Okay. 
Okay, brilliant. I mean, you're all very well behaved there. You, you stopped at the timer. Well done. Uh, we've had a couple of things fed back to us. We had a lovely little three-year-old saying she loves to read about angels, which is so fabulous. We've had someone else have a great way of putting it. Do you want to eat or do you want to just watch someone else eat? Mm. I like that way of doing it. Is there anything else that anyone wanted to share? Don't feel pressured, but if you had a genius, you can. There's one over there. Hello. To learn about, a bit louder. To learn about Jesus. Boom, gold star for you, young man. <laughs> yes, yeah, so I actually asked Elijah, who's two, the same question, just to see what he'd say. And he said, very similar, he said, Jesus. Which, you know, fair enough. Yeah, I mean, I guess in a nutshell, he's absolutely right. Your son is a genius. Oh, thank you. We read the Bible, after all, to get to know God and the living word uh, that is Jesus. And we learn it to read how to be more like him, don't we? Katie? Yeah, and as our verse for today says, the Bible is a lamp for our feet, a light for our path. Hmm. So a light shows us the way, doesn't it? Have you ever been somewhere and it's really dark and you wish you'd brought your... I was going to say flashlight, but let's be honest, our phones with their torches <laughs> on. Um, it means it shows us the way to live, the way to go with our lives. It's like the world's greatest self-help book or really helpful instruction manual. Yeah, however badly or indeed thoroughly we read the Bible, we can always gain something from it. We can always learn a little bit more about God and about how he wants us to live our lives. Jesus, the living word, the light of the world is revealed to us in the Bible and as Christians, we want to be as much like Jesus as possible. So it makes sense that we should want to read the Bible, to connect with him, to learn to be like him. It literally tells us exactly how God wants us to be behave and be able to live our lives to the full. Yep, that's pretty helpful, really. It's almost like God wants it to be as easy as possible to learn about him. A little bit, yeah. Yeah, so we know how you can read the Bible. We know why we read the Bible. I guess the last thing left is when. When, yeah. Uh, true. I know a lot of people advocate for it being first thing you do in the morning. Yeah, and pre-children, that was my routine. Wake up, read the Bible, reflect and pray, have breakfast. Got to be honest, though, that is a bit trickier once you have children who might wake up any time from like four o'clock to like seven o'clock. It's hard to, you know, consistently set a rhythm. Yeah, I cannot commit to waking up at 3.30 every morning. I'd be even more of a ditzy mess than I am now. Will we notice? Uh, yeah, I mean, probably not. Uh, what I'm saying is that you need to find a time that works for you. I know some families like to carve out a chunk of time at breakfast where they might read a small devotion together as a group. I know some people who read it just before bed. But I don't think that would work for me because I think I'd fall asleep. <laughs> me too. Uh, I know some people who listen to it on their commute to work or if you're like me, you share it at bedtime with a toddler. Whenever you can find the time to read the Bible and however you choose to do it, we just really want to encourage all of us to do it. Yeah, the Bible is full of helpful advice. People say how uh, you feel when you don't have the words to explain it. And it's not just that. There's some cracking stories in, of adventure in the Bible. Yeah, I mean, what we're saying is the Bible holds something for everyone. We can all find a piece of the Bible that speaks to us or a story that reflects to us or teaches us something new about God. Yeah, God's given us the gift of the Bible. It's his word written down for us. Let's not waste that gift. And speaking of gifts, Ooh. 
Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. You are explaining the book. Uh, yes. <laughs> we have a little candle for you, which Katie has painstakingly written on, uh, yeah, good idea to get an example, our verse for today. And we just thought you could take this candle away as a reminder that the Bible is meant to be a light to help illuminate the way, to help show us more about God and the way we should live. And we thought maybe this week you could light it and read your Bible with a candle. So we're going to invite the band back up and we're going to play a song and you can come and there's some candles here, there's some at the sides. Yeah, if the first people to get to the side ones could lift them down so the shorter people like me can reach them, that would be really helpful. <laughs> um, um, but yeah, so this week we would love it if you collect a candle, have a think about how and when you might read your Bible whilst you're holding that candle and listening to the music. And if you don't want a candle, that's fair enough. You can just sit and listen to the music or sing along. Uh, yeah, I'm going to pray, and then as the music starts, you can collect your candles. Uh, Heavenly Father, we thank you so much for the gift of the Bible. We thank you for today, Bible Sunday, when we can celebrate it and put a spotlight on your word. And we thank you that it lights our path and shows us the way. Amen. <laughs> 